Hi, this is Susie McIntyre Eaton, and um, I'm here on behalf of Jesus Listen Stories of Prayer. I'm so excited for you to hear my conversation with Ben Waits. He was raised in Louisiana. He lives in Nashville now. He's a Southern Gospel artist. He was born with a condition that um, where his all of his joints, all of his joints are locked up his hands, his feet, his ankles, his hips, every joint. And yet he went on through life to go through college and to uh, get a degree. He was tone deaf and yet he learned and learned to adapt to be able to sing and is a wonderful Southern gospel singer. So I'm really excited about this interview today. And so sit back and relax and enjoy the time with Ben Waits. Hey, uh, Ben, I, for those of us who aren't familiar with the condition that you were born with, would you uh, give us a little bit of insight into that and how all that happened? Absolutely. I was born with something called arthrogryposis multiplex congenita, which yeah. it's just... Could they make it any longer? <laughs> I know, I know. In a nutshell, it's just um, fixed joints. Mm -hmm. So uh, all of my joints are concreted or locked into place. Everyone? So everyone. Every my wrists are locked, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees. Wow. Uh, and I, I tell people all the time, too, because I'm not paralyzed or anything. So if you kick me, I'll kick you back. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> <laughs> Beware. That's right. Sometimes I wear steel toes. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens when you're being formed in your mama's womb. It right. does. It comes from um, a lack of mobility or movement in mm -hmm. the womb, which so my mother was she did not know that she was pregnant because she was told that she would never be able to bear I, children. Yeah. Um, and at the time she had struggled with um, cervical cancer and that it was coming back and they told her we could do cryotherapy and that would help and so that's that's what they did cryotherapy but they didn't know i was in there and it caused me to have a lack of mobility right right and and an aversion to cold i'm sure right yes <laughs> there you go <laughs> love your sense of humor <laughs> Well, I have been, uh, since I had COVID a year ago in uh, July, I've, uh, it caused an autoimmune um, to kick back up in me, which was psoriasis. And then I got psoriatic arthritis. And so mm. I don't know if your joints hurt, but mm -hmm. I tell you what, I've never had such pain. Um, so I, I kind of get what you are going through to a very minute degree. Uh, in listening to you um, and, and on your uh, Facebook, Instagram, things like that, I, I see that we have quite a bit of, um, of things in common. Uh, they, your music has been um, said to be toward blue, towards jazz, towards Southern gospel, which I love all three. And my music usually goes towards more towards country, of course, but uh, I have been in the uh, Southern gospel market a little bit. But uh, tell me about your preference for um, the, the, the styles of music that you like. I am from Louisiana. Uh -huh. I am right in the middle of the state uh, near Alexandria. And, and my mom listened to, I mean, she grew up with, you know, Johnny Cash. That was her one of our favorites, Johnny Cash, but she also, I mean, I, I listened to, I heard Journey, 
you know, this more Southern rock, uh, Leonard Skinner. And then I, it was just literally everything was played uh, throughout my childhood. And with that, I mean, I think it's a great thing because with it, you, you start to develop a, a deeper sense of appreciation for music as a whole. I mean, music is a, it's a universal language anyway, that's embedded within, within all of us, no matter where, even third world country, even countries we haven't, we, places we haven't even discovered yet, they have music, some form of music. So uh, having that opportunity to branch into each different sounds that I enjoy is an exciting thing. And what I really love, so Southern gospel in and of itself has never really had a defined genre. It's never been set in stone what it is. And you can hear that through the history of it. Uh, the Happy Goodmans, of course, were super country as, as well as the Henson family, but like Bill Gaither and all the stuff he's done, it's changed. Gaither changes every decade into something <laughs> brand new, you know? Uh, and, and, and that's what I love, but yet it's still called Southern gospel. So that, that opened the window for experimentation. Mm -hmm. And then of course, in this day and age with technology and the, the way that we have the ability that we have to communicate with each other so openly, um, and a lot with a lot more ease of accessibility as well for communication, I find that genre lines are becoming extremely blurred which I'm also happy for too, because um, I told someone just recently when we were, we were working on some new music, I said, because he asked me, he said, what do you want to do? Like, what are you looking to do? I said, I just want to make good quality music with a message and that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And I agree. I, I believe that that's a, a good thing in a way because, you know, sometimes, sometimes even music makes us a, a segregated you know, instead of an, you know, and I think music brings a lot of people, a lot of people together. It's like this, um, this bond or this unity that we're coming together and we're using this, this gift from God, this, this, yeah. uh, this language to right. communicate and speak together and as, mm -hmm. as a body. And that it is an amazing thing. And, and it's, it's such a rich, deep history historical part of southern gospel anyway yeah, yeah. that it it's just and when, when you're in front of a church congregation and you hear an entire church group <laughs> sing four-part harmony yeah. i just yeah. I, I shut my mouth and sit back and listen to that because it's amazing me too me too so not too long ago in 2022 you were able to be on the stage of america's got talent Wow. What kind of experience was that? What were you thinking when you got out there? And I mean, I watched you as you waited for your music to start and <laughs> were you thinking, oh boy, here we go. What's going to happen? You know, that whole ordeal was a, um, a wild, wild ride just because it, 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 um, it had so many divine movements that I, I couldn't deny that it was it was a God thing, um, and I and to, to kind of give a little context to it all, um, last year I was getting ready to release a new song uh, called "Real as I Believe," and something that I've started doing with new music is I will take it, I'll make a we'll make a rough track, very rough framework, and then I'll take it on the road and just mm -hmm. kind of see how it does, how it handles, yeah. and. Um, 
And so that's what I was doing with this song. I hadn't released or anything, and I was just singing it at places that I went. And someone filmed me uh, probably November-ish, and they put it on TikTok. I didn't even have a TikTok account, yeah. but they put it on TikTok. And, and we had decided when we were building out the song that we wanted to use something else as a reference to kind of give it a, a vibe to, that we were going to try to uh, use to bring in this sense. And uh, my producer said, what about Cindy Lauper's True Colors? Let's use True Colors to kind of give it that, you know. So we, we put in that delayed guitar kind of thing, kind of give it the same vibe, um, which the, it just gets crazy from there because I, I sing this at this church. They film me. They put it on TikTok. It goes viral. 600,000 views in 24 hours. A week later, AGT reaches out to me and says, we would love for you to consider auditioning. And I, I completely ignored it, deleted the email. I thought that can't be real. And even if it is real, I don't know if I want that kind of, I hate competitions. Mm -hmm. uh, but then my, they e the next week, they emailed me again. They messaged me on Facebook. They messaged me on Instagram. And they emailed my grandmother. And so I was like, well, they're really reaching out. My, when they got your grandma, you knew it was real. <laughs> yeah. My, and then my grandmother, my mom, and my wife, they all three said, you've been doing this for over 20 years, and you've been praying for an opportunity to reach mm -hmm. the vast majority of people with this message. Why would you pass it up? And I, I said, well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> so I reached back out, and they started asking me for, you know, can you send us videos of you singing, whatever. And so I, I probably sent over 10 videos to them. And then they came back and they said, do you know True Colors? And all I could do was laugh because in my mind I was thinking, you mean <laughs> the song we used as a reference for Real As I Believe, which is the song that y'all saw that got me to this point, to this opportunity? That's, that's I, mm. I couldn't deny that. And so I jumped on it and said, yeah, I absolutely know True Colors. I can do that. So I videoed it, sent it to them. They wrote back. They said, could you sing it again, but a totally different version? So we did a whole different arrangement of it. And then they wrote back again and they said, can you meet with our music guy next week on Zoom? I did. We got in there and he said, man, we just ain't found the right mm, for this, the right yeah. feel yeah. for this song. And he said, uh, I know you got this gospel background. Let me try something. And he had a keyboard in front of him. He starts playing and it was wow. what, what you hear on the on the audition. And, uh, and I thought, okay, that I can work with that. I can yeah. sing that. like that feels really, really good and really comfortable. And, and then he said, I think this will, this will click well. And then it's going to sound great from the stage. And it was at that moment that I was like, oh, I'm not auditioning for like you guys, <laughs> like we're picking a song. Yeah, <laughs> for this me is an go. audition right now. Yeah, this yeah. is, this is the audition yeah. and we're going forward with this to, to do it. And they flew me out there and, you know, you think about, I'm going to LA What's this going to be like? Oh, my goodness. But the people there, the crew there, they were so kind and warm and welcoming. Uh, and they went above and beyond to make sure that everybody was comfortable. It was it it was really unbelievable, not expected at all. And I had no nerves when we were shooting B-roll. They were like, could you just act nervous? Could you play like you're nervous? You know, but I'll say this. You go out on the stage and your eyes lock with Simon Cowell. No. The only thing I can think about is American Idol back in the day <laughs> and yeah. just all the stuff that he said in the past to different people. And I thought, 
okay, I'm intimidated right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Um, but the second that 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 pause happened before the, the track uh-huh. starts playing, you probably see it on my face. I, I always do this prayer, mm-hmm. silent prayer on the inside of Lord speak through me. And when the track started, I felt as if I had entered back into my element, uh, that, that zone where it's not necessarily, it's not me, uh, but it's this, this channeling of the Holy spirit to, uh, to speak through me. Um, and, uh, it was, it was a moment that I'll, I'll definitely never forget. Right. Yeah. Well, you could see that. I could see it. I uh, played it for my daughter this morning as she fixed my hair there at our house. And uh, I noticed in the mirror as I watched her, big old tears came down her eyes too. So even, even now, even now it's affecting people. Even now Um, it'll just go on and on and on. And that's the way God is. He continues. He continues. So thank you for that, for even touching me and my daughter this morning. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great introduction for me to introduce you to her. Um, Oh my goodness. Wow. What's the, what's your prayers for the next phase of your career? I'm going to keep doing what I've always done, which is traveling and singing anywhere they'll let me and, uh, and, and singing songs about Jesus, singing songs about the truth of hope and redemption through repentance with the blood of the lamb. And, um, and I'll, I'll never stop it, you know? So that's, that's the only thing I can think is that's not, that's my future and whatever that looks like, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, with each episode, we ask our, our guests to, um, read an excerpt a day out of Sarah Young's Jesus Listens. We're going to read out of uh, November 29th. Yes. Jesus Listens, which is a wonderful book by Sarah Young. Uh, I encourage all of our podcast listeners to get one. It's uh, it's one that uh, will hit you right between the eyes every day uh, and to be able to uh, relate to what God's got for us. Go ahead. Everlasting God, help me to worship you only, making you first and foremost in my life. You've been showing me that false gods never satisfy. Instead, they stir up lust for more and more. When I seek you instead of the world's idols, I experience your joy and peace. These priceless intangibles quench the thirst of my soul, providing deep satisfaction. The glitter of the world is tinny and temporal. The light of your presence is brilliant and everlasting. I want to walk in the light with you, becoming a beacon through whom others are drawn to you. Mm. In your priceless name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Would you pray for um, all of us out there that are watching? Would you mind, Ben? Just a short prayer. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your goodness, for your redemption, for your grace and your mercy, Lord. I pray that each person listening here, hearing these words, that you would fill them with your presence and your spirit, Lord. Bless us, guide us, and direct us in every little moment of our life. And we thank you for what you are going to do. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's been a joy getting to know you today. Thank you so much for being with us. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, truly. Yeah. We're so glad you joined us today for this episode of Jesus Listens Stories of Prayer. We'll be back soon with another guest, another story. But until then, please remember, Jesus hears you, Jesus cares for you, and he's just a prayer away. Thank you for honoring us with your time today. I'm Susie McIntyre Eaton, and on behalf of Jesus Listens, thank you for being here. Be sure to follow us on social media and on the Jesus Calling podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can keep up with our weekly audio episodes and special monthly series like this one. And be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling channel on YouTube where you'll find the video version of this interview. Thanks for listening.